Have you ever had a goal that no matter how hard you worked, you just didn't accomplish it? No matter how much effort and thought and heart you put into the goal, you still couldn't reach it? Or maybe you had a New Year's resolution, but you were left at the end of the year in the exact same place you were before. This week, I am sharing why we don't reach our goals and what we can do about it. I'm also talking about my number one goal for 2019 that I did not accomplish and why I didn't accomplish that goal and what I did instead. So if you are wanting to start out 2020 or whatever year it is when you listen to this with a bang and make sure you actually achieve the goals that you set out for yourself, then this episode is for you. Everything you desire to be and do is already in you, just waiting to be let out. You have dreams, you have goals, and your passion is desperate to run free. You are woman, and you can be everything you desire. I'm Elaine Johnston, and I created this podcast and community to walk hand in hand with women just like you to help you break away from all the societal stigmas and to give you the tools you need to achieve your dreams. Through the power of meditation and a positive mindset, you can manifest the person God created you to be. After all, she's already inside you just waiting to be let out. It's time to come back home to you. You're listening to The Prodigal Daughter. Hey everyone, welcome to The Prodigal Daughter. I'm your host, Elaine Johnston, and you are listening to episode number eight. So as I mentioned in the intro, this week I am sharing the main reasons why we don't reach the goals that we set for ourselves, why we don't reach our New Year's resolutions, why we don't meet the big goals that we set out for ourselves, as well as what we can do about it, how we can change the course of our goal setting. And I'm also going to be sharing with you the number one goal that I had for myself in 2019 that I did not reach and what I did instead. But before we get into all of that, I want to first thank you for hanging out with me this week. It really means a lot that you listen to this show. I appreciate every review of this show, and I'm just thankful for the Prodigal Daughter community. If you're looking for a community of strong women to link yourselves arm with, I want to personally invite you to the Prodigal Daughter community. We've been talking about goal setting and celebrating our wins the past couple weeks. And I want to invite you into those conversations. I want you to be a part of that because I want to see you succeed. I want you to not only reach your goals, but learn and love yourself in the process. And I actually have a really cool challenge for all of you listeners and, and those specifically in the Prodigal Daughter community for February. 
So if you want to be a part of that, just go to Facebook, look up the Prodigal Daughter Community, and I'll see you there. Also, if you enjoy listening to this show and you haven't done this yet, can I ask you to leave an honest review? It helps potential listeners scrolling by know what this show is about and what they can expect from each episode. And again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for hanging out with me each and every single week. So are you ready to talk about why we don't reach our goals and how we can shift our actions and our thinking into achieving our goals, achieving our goals for 2020? Let's get right into it. The number one reason why you don't meet your goals is because you don't have a plan of action. You are honestly setting yourself up for failure if you don't have action in place for how you are going to meet those goals. You have big goals. You have huge intentions for this year. But do you know how you are going to accomplish those things? Do you know how you are going to run that marathon? Do you know how you are going to start your business? Do you know how you are going to have a stronger marriage with your partner? And it's okay if you don't know the how. It's okay if you don't have all of the answers. Nobody has all of the answers. But this is the biggest reason why we aren't meeting our goals is because we don't have that action. We don't have a plan. We don't have a formula. We don't have something to follow. But as long as you are doing something each and every single day, that is where you slowly start to see the progress And it is a process. It's not always fun. It's not always easy. It doesn't always feel rewarding. But if you are showing up every single day, no matter what that looks like, that is how you meet your goals. It's amazing that you shoot high. We need to be shooting high for our goals. We need to have the big goals. Yes, do this. Dreaming big is amazing. But oftentimes, we shoot too big. That's why we find ourselves at the end of the year looking around, wondering, why didn't I get this? Why didn't I start this? Why didn't I have the confidence or expertise in this field or this specific goal. And it's because you wrote down your big goals for the year and never looked at it again. You wrote down your big goals, but that's really as far as it went. Have the audacity to dream big, but you also need to have the audacity to work small. You need to have the audacity to be persistent and putting in the work every day even if it's not fun work, even if it's not always rewarding in the moment, that is how you get the overall reward over time. Nothing great happens overnight. You don't become successful overnight. You hear all these stories about these overnight entrepreneurs, overnight success stories. And while, yeah, one night could change the entire course, But what you don't see is all of the long and hard days leading up to their success. 
people don't like to talk about their hard work, that people love to talk about the reward. But one of the ways that you can incorporate a plan of action is by keeping track of your goals. Back in episode four, I actually talked about five different ways to jumpstart your 2020 goals and journaling was one of them. Writing down your goals in a journal that you look at every day. So you are reminding yourself, hey, I need to do this. Hey, I get to do this. Because when you put in the work every single day, you get to check mark off your progress. If you put in the work every single day, it won't be long that you're to your goal, that you're halfway to your goal. Every day is one day closer to reaching your dreams, to reaching your goals, to meeting your intentions for the year. Every single day is one day closer to that deadline or date, time period, time frame, whatever you want to call it. Every single day is closer to that, which is great if you're putting in the work. It's great that you're one day closer because you showed up the last month or the last few months. But also, it can be a bad thing when you're one day closer to what your goal should have been or why you, how you should have reached your goal or could have been, but instead you didn't show up and do the work every single day. Which leads into the second reason why we don't meet our goals. You're not reaching your goals because you don't have the motivation to keep going. Now, this isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes our goals change. Sometimes you don't meet them because you changed your course. That's completely okay. That's a part of growing. That's a part of shifting and pivoting. You have permission to change. If you start the year with a handful of goals, you get halfway through the year and you're like, hey, those don't actually resonate with me anymore. Those things aren't my goal. I have a new course for myself After chasing these things, I realized what I actually wanted was over here. So I'm going to change my plan of action to get what I really needed instead, to get what I really desired and wanted instead. That's completely okay. If you don't have the motivation to keep going, that's when you have to sit back and look at it from an outside perspective. Look at it in third person view. If this isn't what you really want, if this isn't what serves you and gives you life and peace and joy, if the overall goal isn't what you wanted, it's okay to say no to the things that no longer serve you. It's okay to shift. I mean, that's why we have an entire year. You have 365 days or 366 days if it's a leap year, like this year, to figure out and pivot and shift and change whatever that looks like. That's completely okay. If you don't have the motivation to keep going because you realize that's not what you actually wanted, then quit trying to force goals that aren't going to happen or that you don't want to happen or that you no longer have a passion for. You have complete permission to change your goals. But a lot of times our main goals don't change. You can have a course of action and implement daily steps for a goal that you are so passionate about and still not be where you want to be because you didn't have enough 
passion. You didn't have enough heart. You didn't have enough of a drive behind them to keep going. Motivation is what pushes you to keep going. But if you are not focusing on your why, you will not be able to push past the hard days. The days where everything feels boring, everything feels mundane, you feel like you're not making progress, you feel like things are taking too long, you get antsy, or you just altogether quit chasing after your goals because you don't have your why sitting there in front of you. Make a freaking vision board for yourself. Write out a list that you check off every day of why you do what you do. Make it your wallpaper on the back of your screen or or on the back of your laptop. So every time you open your laptop, every time you unlock your phone, you see your why. Whether it's a picture of your child, a picture of your partner, a picture of what you want your future to look like. Whatever that is, always keep your motivation in front of you because there will be days where you are unmotivated, uninspired, where you don't feel encouraged to keep going, where you're tired. Those days are inevitable, but it's that why, it's that motivation for why you wanted to accomplish these goals in the first place. The third reason why we don't meet our goals has absolutely nothing to do with us. Now, that may surprise you because the first reason why we don't meet our goals is because we don't have a plan of action. We don't have our how we're going to get there aligned. The second one is you don't have the motivation to keep going. You don't have the why to keep you going. But the third one, it's not about you. It's not what you're doing or what you're not doing. Life happens, period. Honestly, I feel like I could just drop the mic right there, but you're probably thinking, okay, but what do I do with that? Life happens. Yeah. But like, what does that mean? Life is messy. Life is crazy, chaotic, unpredictable. Things happen. Things mess up. Your laptop goes out. The stock market crashes. The weather is different. There are things that are out of our grasp. There are things that we literally have no control over. So what do you do with that? What do you do when things go wrong? What do you do when things mess up? What do you do when you can't focus on your goals because you're having to focus on the thing in front of you? What do you do? Well, you press on. You can keep trying new things. You can try a new perspective. You can try to pivot and shift and change with whatever else is going on. Sometimes you have to momentarily put your goals to the side and deal with what's going on at hand. In episode seven, I literally just talked about how my husband and I came home from vacation and had a flood where we had to rip up our floors and put new ones in a matter of just a couple weeks. And it felt like it was the worst time possible because it was right after vacation, right during the holidays, right during the new year when everyone's like, oh yeah, goal setting, setting my intentions for the year. And we didn't actually get to do that until two weeks after. There was a huge goal that I had set for myself in 2019 that didn't happen. And part of it was because we had to put whole new flooring. I had to put it on the back burner for a a moment, I had to put it on pause for a couple weeks. Sometimes it is not the right time or the right season. You can have a vision for yourself of what you want your life to look like or what direction you want your business to go towards, but that may not happen for another couple of years when things are more aligned for you. 
And the thing is, you don't have to walk away completely or you can make the choice to do that. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes God or the universe or whatever gets our attention and is like, hey, there's something more pressing right now. You can come back to this later. Hey, there's something more pressing right now. You actually don't need to focus on this. Maybe there's a shift in your business that you need to go a completely new direction and leave behind some of your old goals. That's completely okay. There's nothing wrong with you, but whether you need to get a new perspective or put something on the back burner momentarily, or you need to try new things and pivot, regardless, it's not about you. The first two reasons that I mentioned about why we don't meet goals is because we don't have our how. We don't have our why. But the third thing, there's nothing that we can do. There's, we don't have any control over life situation. Life literally happens all day, every single day. And sometimes bad things in life happen. happens. And sometimes really good things in life happens. It doesn't always have to be bad things that make us have to put on our goals in the back burner. Sometimes really amazing things happen that our current goals need to be pushed aside. Maybe you're about to have a child and you need to focus on your child for a few months or a couple years and then come back to your business. That's okay. That's an amazing thing. That's a great thing. That's a great, quote, problem to have, you know? It doesn't always have to be bad things in life that happens, but things do happen. I had a friend the other day that told me, sometimes the universe writes our goals down for us. And I literally felt that. I was in the middle of talking to her about our floor situation, our flooding situation. And I was like, hey, new here, new floor, right? Yeah, the universe was trying to show me that there was other more pressing things at the time. In episode seven, I had mentioned God was already showing me what my word for 2020 meant. And it was literally the first day of the year. Yeah, the universe was trying to show me something. Yeah, God was showing me what my word, being spiritual, was going to mean for 2020, was going to mean for the year already. That's also a great thing. It may have been an odd, crazy, unfortunate circumstance, but things worked out. Things got okay. I was able to go back to my goal. And no, I didn't physically meet the goal for 2019, but I was still able to make progress. And that's the thing. When we have no control over the situation, we shouldn't force ourselves into having control over the situation. If it's not working for you, you have full permission to come back full circle. If it's not working for you, you have full permission to stop what you're doing and leave it behind you. If the universe can write our goals for us, if God is wanting to show us something, it's okay if you have to put your work down and focus on something else. But in these moments, the beautiful thing about these moments where we don't have control over them, where life happens, this is when God shows us how far we've come. We literally can sit back and look at all the things that we have accomplished and to not take ourselves too seriously. You may not meet every goal, but I bet you've met some goals. I bet there was things that you did accomplish in 2019, and that's okay. We shouldn't take ourselves too seriously when it comes to goal setting. Yes, our goals are serious, but we need to give ourselves grace in those moments. 
And even in the moments when we don't know how or why, we still need to give ourselves grace in those moments. We still need to love ourselves through the process. We get to learn about who we are. We get to learn how well or not well we work under pressure. We get to learn more about what our true passions are and where our true passions lie. I want you to think about the goals that you have accomplished, the goals that you have achieved, even if they weren't initially a goal to begin with. Sometimes we accomplish things that was never on our list to accomplish, but dang it, we still accomplished them. We still had strength. We still had courage. We still persevered. Maybe you stuck up for yourself in a hostile environment. Maybe somebody wronged you, but in those moments you, you chose to walk in love. Maybe life happened, but you were able to persevere through the hardship. Maybe life happened and brought an amazing bundle of joy. The thing about goals is they're important, but it's not the end of the world if you don't meet them. You are still capable. You are still strong. You are still courageous. You are still brave. You are still valid. You are still important. Even if you don't meet any goal on your list, even if you meet one or if you meet all of them or most of them, because you have accomplished great things, whether you realize it or not. So I want you to be thinking this week about things that you have accomplished, ways that you were strong, ways that you were courageous, ways that you had the audacity to be brave, the audacity to be bold, the audacity to dream big, even if you didn't write it down, even if you weren't expecting to be those things in those situations. We have all accomplished great and mighty things, even if we don't realize. And I want you this week to write down five things that you have accomplished, whether they were on your goal list or not, five things that you have achieved, five ways, five things that you are freaking proud of yourself over, where you showed up despite the circumstances, when you showed up even when it was hard. And you want to know what my biggest goal for 2019 was that I didn't meet? My goal was to write 50,000 words for my first draft of my book, Moving Mountains. I didn't get there. And I didn't reach 50,000 words, but I got over 44 freaking thousand words. I still showed up. I still pressed on. I still wrote over 44,000 words. Did I hit my 50,000? No, but I got close. And the reason why I didn't hit my 50,000 word goal is because one, I didn't start out 2019 with a plan of action for my book. I didn't know how I was going to write 50,000 words. I didn't have a weekly goal starting out the year. I didn't have a word count goal up until September, the latter half of the year well into the latter half of the year. The last few months was whenever I started taking action, whenever I started realizing, okay, I'm starting to reach my deadline. I could definitely make it if I put in the work, but I started out this year. I started out 2019, not knowing exactly how I was going to do that. I wrote here and there a little bit, but now we're in the last quarter for the year and I need to buckle down and do the work. I had my why. I knew why I wanted to write the book, but I didn't necessarily have my how. 
And the other reason why I didn't reach my goal, because it was out of my control. I freaking came home to a flood from vacation. I had over 40,000 words written out before I went to New York City. And I knew in my head, I thought, well, I have 6,000 words left or 8,000 words left. And I have two weeks left of the year when I come back from vacation to finish up my book. I can do it. I'll have to put my head down. I'll have to really buckle down and focus. I'll have to spend hours upon hours at coffee shops, but I'll get it. And you know what? I came home and didn't hit that goal. The universe had other plans. God was wanting to show me something different. I mean, literally December 31st, I was pecking away at my laptop at both Panera and, and Barnes & Noble trying to fit in the last few hours that I had because I was trying to force a goal that wasn't in my control. Yeah, I could have finished the book before I went on vacation. Yeah, that, that I take ownership over that. I could have finished before and could have celebrated the last two weeks of the year not even having to worry about it. But I made the choice to not really focus until the latter half of the year. And so when things happened, when life happened, I wasn't able to accomplish that goal. And I was really beating myself up for it. I really wanted to force the goal. I really wanted to make it happen. But I realized it wasn't going to happen. I did the work up until December 31st. But after that, I had to put it down. I had to put my goal to the side and worry about other things like putting a new flooring in. I gave it two weeks. I gave myself two weeks to finish all of the remodeling in our home and to get in the right headspace and mental space to get back into writing mode and focus what was right in front of me. I knew I was going to come back to it. I knew I was going to come back to my goal. I knew I was going to eventually meet my goal. I knew I was going to reach my word count, but I gave myself the space to take time off so I could come right back, guns a-blazing. And when I finished my word count last week, you better believe I was still stinking proud of myself. Didn't reach my timeline goal, but if I was only two or three weeks outside of the goal, I'm still pretty proud of myself. I still showed up. I didn't try to force it. I caught my losses. I realized, okay, these last couple weeks, I'm not going to be able to worry about it. I'm not going to be able to sit down and focus. I'm not going to be able to think about how to wrap up or how to finish a paragraph or how to make something make more sense. I mean, it's the first draft. Like, I shouldn't have been so hard on myself. But I did realize, okay, this is out of my control. This is currently out of my control and there's nothing I can do about it. But I can choose to come back to it. And that's what I did. I finished my word count. I reached over 50,000 words. But it wasn't until after my timeline. It wasn't until after 2019 that I hit that word count. But I still did it anyway. I was still able to pick it back up. You may only have a two-week span where you can't work on something. But sometimes we have goals that we can't work on for two years that we have to put aside because we're worrying about something else that happened in our lives or because we shifted and changed our goal. We changed our course of action. We even changed our why. When it comes down to the end of the day, we are still powerful. We are still courageous. We are still able to do hard things. We are still able to be strong. We are still able to have accomplishments, even if they weren't originally 
things that we wanted to accomplish, but there are still ways that we have showed up and there are still ways that we are currently showing up. So with all of that, what are you going to achieve this year? What are you going to achieve in 2020? How are you going to make a plan of action? Why are you striving for that thing? And in what ways can you give yourself grace in the times and in the moments that you can't? Like I said, this week I want you to write down five ways that you accomplished things, that you showed up regardless if they were on your goal list or not. And I want you to look down at that list and and be proud of that list. Own that list. Take ownership of the amazing person that you are, the amazing person that you're becoming. And I can't wait to link arms with you and do this together. Thanks for joining me this week on The Prodigal Daughter. If you would, please rate and review the show. This helps reach listeners like you who want to chase after their God-given callings and dreams. Also, if you have a girlfriend, sister, or any other woman figure in your life who would benefit from the show, feel free to share this on. The Prodigal Daughter is more than just a podcast. It's also a community where we can continue conversations like this one and link arms with the women around us as we reignite the fire from within. Find the Prodigal Daughter community on Facebook. Of course, you can find all of the details of this week's episode, links to our community, and more in the show notes. You can also visit theprodigaldaughter.com for even more podcast episodes and all of my blog posts. Until next time, go and be great today and every day.